Hodges puts up the three. Long go. Rebound box. Now head over in this direction. Gone to three. And we are back. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Camp's Corner. Now, it's been a minute since I did a solo podcast, um, about probably about a month now. And it's been a minute since my last video, which is about maybe like over a week. So I'm excited to bring you guys this new episode, and I'm excited to tell you guys what is going on. Also, to keep you in the loop of what's going on in the sports world as well. But to start off the episode, I want to tell you guys about my merch giveaway that I am starting up. Uh, this week. So with the merch, I don't have like a large bundle of it yet. What I want to do is I want to promote it and I want to see how you guys like it. So by doing that, I'm going to be giving away a free shirt. The shirt is not in yet. So I will show you guys what it looks like once it's in on social media. And by the time that this video is up, I'm not sure if the shirt will be in yet. It's supposed to be coming in within this week. So right now um, it should be up. All you have to do is take the survey that I posted on my Instagram, fill that out, repost the post that I posted about the giveaway, follow all my social medias, and tag three friends on my post. That's all you got to do to enter. I'll be picking the winner in about a week. I'll be going live on Instagram with a few special guests to announce the winner of that. But without further ado, guys, let's just get right into this episode. So since I've done a solo podcast, uh, which was about a month ago, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series, and pitcher Tyler Matzik was mistaken for a fan at his own parade, which I kind of found bizarre. Um... And there was a lot of videos of the the train and all like the things that were in the parade just flying through the middle of Atlanta. Just Tyler being mistaken for a fan was just the icing on the cake. Also, since my last podcast, the Rams picked up Odell Beckham Jr. And Cam Newton has finally made his NFL return with his former team in the Carolina Panthers. And last night, or about a few nights ago, I guess, Anthony Davis just got rejected for putting on his shoe. So... There's been a lot of things that have uh, been pretty crazy in the sports world, I guess, and pretty uh, out of sorts. There's a lot more where that came from. So to get started with the NBA, the Spurs and Kyrie Irving have reached some mutual interest. I don't know if it's uh, interest on Kyrie's part, but I know the Spurs are definitely interested in acquiring the 12-year vet. He's still not participating in any games due to the COVID uh, vaccine. He doesn't want to follow the protocols, I guess. He doesn't want to be vaccinated. Um... Because there are people in the NFL, and I'm sure in other leagues as well, that aren't vaccinated, but they follow like the CDC protocols and all that kind of stuff. So he just wants to be accounted for, accounted for that uh, in the same kind of way, which is understandable. But with the NBA's rules, you have to be vaccinated in order to play, and especially in New York. So I think it's Brooklyn's best bet to put an offer on the table with the Spurs and acquire DeJounte Murray uh, predominantly because, you know, with Durant and Harden being the scoring options, the main scoring options right now, with Kyrie out, Murray is going to do his thing, uh, put up his points. He's a good, he's a good role point guard. He's, I feel like he's the best fit for Brooklyn. Not saying that he's a better point guard than Kyrie overall, but he's a much better defender. One, he pushes the ball up the floor and makes plays for his teammates. Kyrie does the same as well, but with all the distractions and kind of stuff like that, it's it's hard. It's hard for um, the Brooklyn Nets to, you know 
acquire him into the offense because he just simply can't play. So what's the point of paying him one and the point of leading on fans to say that he will come back? But in reality, we all know that he, he's not going to come back. The CDC guidelines, all that stuff is going to stay permanent um, regarding the you know COVID and all that kind of stuff. Going back to how Jonathan Murray fits, he's a better fit than Kyrie Irving with the Brooklyn Nets offense because, one, he's a better defender, which they need. Two, they don't really need so much scoring from Kyrie because they have Durant and Harden to run the offense. I guess just time will tell with that. Um, I don't really see anything happening with that anytime soon. But uh, since rumors have went out that the Spurs are interested, I think that's the best bet for Brooklyn, which is to work a deal out with San Antonio to acquire DeJounte Murray. Whatever they, whatever they have to give up, they should because with DeJounte Murray, they will be um, a championship contending team, in my opinion, because right now, obviously, they're going to I don't think they'll come out of the East right now. I really don't think they're going to come out of the East. The East is all over the place because it's just been it's been subpar. You know what I mean? Not like not one team has been like, wow. I mean, except really the Wizards. The Wizards in the East have shocked everybody. We didn't think that they were going to be the one seed in the East. Obviously, Chicago's putting up a fight with their new uh, acquisitions with um, Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan, but Alex Crusoe as well. Um, that offense has just been running so smoothly. Um, their defense as well. Lonzo brings so much defensive presence to that team. Yeah, not really any teams have been sh shocking me and I guess like the rest of the league either because right now with the West, the Warriors have just blown out their competition with Steph Curry putting up the numbers that he's been. But I'm going to be getting into that in a little bit later. But going back to the Kyrie um, scandal and all that kind of stuff, um, a similar topic right now still is Ben Simmons as well. Nothing has really escalated with him yet either because he said his mental health is not in the right state of mind. And he's taking it day by day. I don't see any of these players, uh, you know, like Kyrie and Ben, committing to a team, like I said, maybe in the next month or so. Um, it's still early on in the season. You know what I mean? It's, it's only been not even – it hasn't even been 20 games yet. So there is still a lot of time. Uh, there's still a lot of games to be played. So teams really shouldn't be worried, I guess. But the Nets should jump on that Spurs offer is what I'm saying. But, you know, going back to the West uh, – with the Lakers, LeBron out recently. Anthony Davis is the first option with the Lakers. Carmelo has stepped up to the plate tremendously, uh, you know, shooting the ball beyond the arc incredibly. Um, only at home, though. I mean, I saw that his field goal percentages from three was like 63% at the Staples Center and like 6% or some like crazy, something crazy like that, like 6% on the road. The Lakers collectively just can't really seem to get it together. Um, after AD's ejection last night, he had a couple things to say about the team and what he believes is the problem for them not winning. Hey, AD, what do you think happened in that third quarter? We suck. No defense, can't score. Um, man, that's not this third quarter. Every third quarter that we play this season, we, we come out slow, like the days ago, um, offensively and defensively. Coming from one of your star players, uh, you know you're in trouble. Something like that coming from a star player like Anthony Davis. With LeBron out, you know you're in trouble. They need to figure it out and flip the switch if they want to become a championship caliber team, which they are, but they're not playing like they are. And um, because they were portrayed to be uh, NBA champion like uh, favorites at the beginning of the season because of the roster on paper. Obviously seeing that they picked up Carmelo Anthony, they picked up, um, I guess, good players like like role players like Malik Monk and uh, Avery Bradley, Wayne Ellington, um, and obviously their star power with Westbrook and playing alongside LeBron, Carmelo, and Anthony Davis. Also picking up DeAndre Jordan, too, and Dwight Howard, too. But 
again, it's still very early on in the season, but bad habits, some teams have big eagles and all that, can catch up to these teams apparently as the postseason approaches, but we're still a ways away from that. So going back to the East, like I said, of all the teams to be the one seed, the Wizards currently hold that spot, and it's simply because they're playing good basketball. Yes, Bradley Beal is only averaging about 24 points, 5 boards, and 5 assists, but those aren't those aren't crazy numbers. So they're, they're good numbers, but it just shows that he gets his teammates involved. And they're using their new pickups with the Westbrook trade and Dinwiddie and Kuzma to a great advantage. And as far as the West, Curry is having an MVP season, and the Warriors currently hold that one spot. When Clay and James Wiseman come back, it's going to be scary for the rest of the league because Curry is already having an MVP season, and a lot of people are saying that Durant is having a better season than him, even though Curry is only like a point under like what he whatever Durant's averaging. Um, and he does Durant does lead the league in uh, points right now, and Curry's right under him. But the MVPs are determined on how uh, how far you bring your team in the regular season and where you place um, in the seedings in each conference. So you know we'll we'll see what happens with their records, but. Um, Curry did just drain nine threes with 37 points, like 63% from the field and 64% from three against the Nets, holding Durant to only 19 points. So, again, if Clay and, and Wiseman come back healthy and they're ready to go soon, it's going to be tough. They're, they're, they're my favorites to come out of the West. It's going to be tough for the rest of the league to catch up with that. Right, we're building our chemistry and our identity as a great defensive team. Uh, that I can also put the ball in the basket. Obviously, you know, Brooklyn's been playing well. KD and James have been, you know, off the charts to start. But we wanted to make it difficult on them, come out with a solid game plan. Uh, you know, we didn't start off the road trip right, so this is a nice bounce-back game for us. And, you know, with all the the, the great start and the great energy, uh, you know, this season, it's great for our young guys to understand what it means to bring this type of effort every single night. Uh, like I said, coming off a tough loss, how do you bounce back? How do you... Uh, you know, respond, and, and tonight we showed that. Durant is doing his thing, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want people coming at me saying Durant's the best player in the world. Like, I get he is the best player in the world. But for this season, he's not right now he's not my favorite for the MVP. People are arguing that Curry is already a top four of all time. He's in my top five, like I said in a couple episodes ago, but I wouldn't go as far as saying top four already because people are going to say, what about Durant? I don't think Durant's a top five of all time yet. He Honestly, he will be. I believe that he will be at the end of his career, but it's it's too early on in his career. And just the things that Curry has accomplished, like saying it's too early on in his career to determine if he is top four or top five, whatever, I think he's already reached that point. Like He's already accomplished more than Durant. And if Durant didn't have Curry, he's not winning those two rings because he didn't prove it with Westbrook and the teams that he had before. And he hasn't been doing anything yet with the Nets. Yes, that finals was a little bit iffy with Harden with a bum leg, everything with Kyrie going on. But, you know, that game, that series still went to seven games. It could have went either way. But um, determining on this season, we got to see how this season pans out, and I'm excited to see what happens. But as far as the rest of the NBA, that's just that's my opinion there. The Warriors are my favorite right now to come out of the West. The East is still up in the air. I don't know. But Curry is my favorite for the MVP, and I think he is going to be my favorite for the rest of the season. But again, kind of to wrap up the NBA, nothing really uh, too crazy with these teams. Every team is kind of like on that 500 range, nothing too crazy yet. But again, it's it's really early in the season. There hasn't even been 20 games that have been played yet. So um, we'll see what happens with that. We'll see how players like Kyrie and Ben Simmons pan out. Transitioning into the NFL now with Cam Newton, he made his return with his former team in the Carolina Panthers, rushing in for a TD on his first snap against the Cardinals last week and throwing for a touchdown to Robbie Anderson for a second Sam Darnold, definitely a bust pickup for them. I mean, the guy hasn't thrown a touchdown in like three to four weeks. 
uh, or something like that. And it's his interceptions just keep rising. So, I mean, the team has looked frustrated with him as well as the players and the coaching staff. So I think it was a great idea to bring former MVP back to his home grounds. I hope he continues to do what he does with the Carolina Panthers because he ha definitely has um, a true passion for Carolina. He definitely had a say in where he wanted to go. Being Cam Newton, um, I'm surprised teams didn't pick him up earlier. So uh, props to Cam. I hope to see him uh, doing big things. But as far as Odell Beckham and the Rams, I mean, what what more is there to say? I mean, the question is that I want raised is, is it Odell or is it the quarterback? Because Stafford is obviously a way better quarterback than what Baker is, uh, Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, who uh, was Odell's previous quarterback. But now the Rams losing Monday night to the 49ers 31-10. Odell only had two receptions for 18 yards. So he wasn't targeted a lot. So is it, is that that's Stafford's fault. It's not Odell's fault. A lot of sources and um, analysts have said that it's Stafford that's bringing down the Rams. It's his fault that the Rams have been in a little bit of a slump. Many said that Odell should have considered going to New England. I mean, Mac Jones has found his comfort zone. He's making good reads. He's throwing the ball deep more often with confidence. Uh, I think that dominant win over Cleveland last week was the confidence that they needed. They played very well collectively. They have a big shot of being a competitive playoff team because, in my eyes, they already are playoff bound um, uh, with all the improvements they've made since the start of the season. And it's all about how far their playoff run goes. So we'll see how that situation pans out. But to wrap up the NFL, for all the chief haters out there doubting Patrick Mahomes, he finally wakes up with five touchdowns last week, throwing for 406 yards with no interceptions, leading the Chiefs to a 41-14 win over the Las Vegas Raiders and now at the top of their division. Now Mahomes finally woke up. He's my fantasy QB, putting up 41 points. Got me the dub last week. So I'm happy to see that Mahomes is finally, you know, woken up. But, I mean, it was only one game, so... I, I have confidence in Mahomes that he can continue to do this, but the last two weeks he's been looking shaky. He's never thrown that many interceptions ever in a season, and he's been doing it just just back-to-back -back game, just not looking great. You know, withholding the ball too much, too many interceptions, just things we're not used to seeing Patrick Mahomes doing. You continue to play his game, be patient, and now the Chiefs can let out their sigh of relief as they go. 6-4 of four on the season so far, leading their division, but they aren't at the hook yet. Like I just mentioned, Mahomes needs to keep... Uh, the momentum going, he needs to keep improving, honestly, and playing how he's used to playing, as well as the defense. The defense, uh, collectively, they need to keep playing better because it wasn't just Mahomes in those outings that they were getting blown out. The defense needs to continue to play aggressive, to continue just to play as a team because if they're playing good on the defensive end and Mahomes is doing his thing on the offensive end, you know, it's going to be hard for teams to beat them. That wraps up the NFL and the NBA, but uh, to kind of close out, uh, you know, show some love to more sports. Um, I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone again. You know, there's a lot of topics to be going around. But to touch up on the NHL, uh, the Ottawa Senators season was just currently paused due to the COVID-19 uh, outbreak. Apparently there was an outbreak in Ottawa. So what does that mean for the rest of the NHL? You never know what this could allude to with the other teams. Now the other teams are going to have to get vaccinated or, you know, tested for COVID if they haven't been already. And they're going to have to do uh, background checks, like trace back to where um, the outbreak happened, where it came from. It's just a whole, it's a whole mess with the COVID situation. So like our fans going to even be able to go to games now, depending on where Ottawa played. Like it's just, it's a huge mess with that. And, and it's, it sucks. That's the main question being raised. Like what happens for the rest of the league now? Is the NHL going to go on a lockdown? Are teams uh, that are not particularly in the NHL that are with like the NBA and the MLB or, um, the NFL that are close to those stadiums, are they going to have to shut down? Like, 
It hasn't been too crazy yet. Like when the COVID first outbreak, it like that wasn't crazy the last two years yet in like uh like january when we first heard about it because then the outbreak and the closing started in march so again it's everything's about timing and everything's about patience and waiting to see what happens hopefully those seasons don't end and they can resume play soon that's all i got lined up on today's episode quick little recap on what's going on in all the leagues again don't forget to enter to win my merch giveaway again all those instructions on how to enter are on my instagram uh they're most likely on my facebook as well so just go to cams one corner on instagram uh repost that post follow all social medias and tag three friends on that post to enter to win a free cams corner shirt and if you guys like the merch you guys like the design and everything i'll drop a huge bundle so all you guys can cop a shirt and if you guys have any ideas if you guys want hoodies hats whatever you guys want whatever you guys like i'm gonna give it to you guys so just run that up and i hope you guys enjoyed that and yeah again if you haven't be sure to subscribe leave a like leave a comment hit the link in my bio to follow me on all socials again just spread the word spread the love and i appreciate you guys tuning in as always and stay tuned for the giveaway stay tuned for the instagram live all that information will be coming out very very soon thank you guys again stay tuned for the next episode